Ladies and gentlemen, my first guest is a former international model turned lifestyle strategist. She's also the executive life coach, digital magazine publisher, and businesswoman. And she's the co-creator of a lifestyle enhancement and personal awareness tool. It's called the Personal Excellence Profile, better known as PEP. I've had a chance to be a part of it. And guys, she's right here tonight. And we giving her the fireside chat. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Off the Fence with Finch Chloe Taylor Brown. <laughs> hey, Finch. What's going on, Chloe? You know, I have been so looking forward to connecting with you. I don't think I've seen your handsome face in a couple of years, <laughs> so I am just so flattered. <laughs> Listen, you buttering my bread tonight. Now watch out. <laughs> Oh my goodness, yeah, it has been a very long time. And as I stated in the introduction, I have had the pleasure of being a part of your PEP, which yeah. is called what the Personal Excellence Profile. Yeah. And I'm so glad we're going to talk a little bit about that and uh, among some other things tonight because we're teaching people today how to get unstuck. I know. We're, you know what? A lot of us have been stuck over the last few months. And some people were stuck before, but it's just coming up to life and up to surface now. So, this is a perfect opportunity to get yourself unstuck and off the fence. There you go. Getting you off the fence. And listen, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube and click in the notification bell so that you can get notified each and every time off the fence goes live or every time we post a new video. All right. So I have a few questions to get started with you tonight. Okay. Uh, Chloe is someone I met many, many moons ago. Uh, she's very intelligent, highly intelligent, and she has a wealth of knowledge. Now, she started off as a supermodel. <laughs> I've seen some of your pictures. Listen. <laughs> so well, That's back in the day. Super was way back in the day. Before how how back in the super. day are we talking? Well, my career as a model started uh, in the early 80s, right after college. So I, I, I look much younger than, than my age. So my career started right after college. And so I did get a chance to work in Milan and Paris, New York, and started in San Francisco. I really had a ball. That was a fun career for a young woman who grew up dreaming about that. Now, do you miss that lifestyle at all? Or are you pretty happy with what, the life you have right now? Well, I, it's not as though I'm like yearning and craving to be back on the runway or back. But I do miss the fun times, you know, the carefreeness of that and that that youthfulness and being daring and not afraid to travel to a foreign country by yourself. And mm. so that was a time. And, and, and I think that, you know, it's a, it's a fun memory. I would, don't want to go back. I really enjoyed it. So I guess I'm OK right now. <laughs> so, so, so would you say that that part of your life has uh, helped in some way shape you into the woman you have become today? Of course, it was really the beginning of my self-help, personal development, mind transformation, because I grew up in Mississippi. And even though I wanted to be a model, I had the body type and the desires, but I didn't have the mindset. But I didn't know that I didn't have the mindset being in Mississippi. You think you got it going on. Right. You go to San Francisco, you think, well, I think I'm a little <laughs> bit country and I don't really know how to be. So I really went into a little bit of a depression because I didn't know what it was, but I was smart enough to know, hey, 
if I'm just going to be sitting here in front of this fireplace, rubbing my dog and looking into the fire, there's <laughs> 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 something going on. Oh, and, man. <laughs> so we've got to be smart enough to know something's going on with us first so we can get some help. Now, now this year began for a lot of us, you know, myself, I began with a huge event with NASCAR and life has changed for all of us, not some of us, all of us this year. And so more people are probably now stuck than probably would have been otherwise. What is the thing that you think holds us back from being our best selves? Well, we have to know what that looks like and feels like. And it starts with us just being our real authentic self, not being afraid to be who we are. And, you know, we, some of us are just so powerful in ourselves. We really are afraid to be who we are because we don't want anyone to say, well, who does she think she is? Or, he, you know, I'm just being myself. And my, when you're being your real self and you tap into that, your excellence just kind of spills over. And so I urge people to find out who they really are, not their name, not what school they went to, how many degrees or whatever. Mm. And so and just step into that. Yeah. And because I, I found it in dealing with people, you know, you meet new people, whether it be in the grocery store, the bank and you say, hey, you know, who, tell me a little bit about yourself. The first thing most people talk about is their jobs, uh, where they live or something. Their children. Yeah, their children. And we all shape things that surround our lives as who we are. But how, how would you help someone find who they really are? Because there's a number of people right now who's watching who who may be listening to it on the on the replay and they're saying well i i thought i had a pretty good grip of who i was as a person but some of them are in their 20s some of them in their 30s some in their 60s mm -hmm. and they have no clue of who they really are they haven't found themselves yet yeah so my clients are from high school students to senior citizen there's no personal development there's no time to start or no time to stop you just get in where you fit in and you go from there but for my processes, one of the things that I want to do, and I have a, um, the first thing a person does is take the pet mo because okay. we want we want to know where they are in their twelve most um, uh, most dynamic, most vital life abilities. And once we take that pep and they see how they're showing up based on their viewpoints and their thoughts, then we put that aside. And I, I call myself an educer of excellence. That means you draw out. Mm -hmm. So I draw out the best of people and I have this system, a process called the mantra. So it is your words. It is me drawing out your best. And then after you go through this process, you come, you come up with a statement and it is your own statement. And people cry, grown men cry because it's them. They never felt their I amness in that mm. genuine way. And once they get that and they see the apex of where they want to go based on what they have said they want to create, it's just, it's, the rest is history. It's very enlightening. It's a lot of fun. Uh, you get to define so many new words. You think you know the definition for self and am, and you don't. And so we go through a, amazing processes. Okay. And, and so uh, in, in, in this discovery process, because I, I assume that's what that is, is mm -hmm. helping people draw out the things that's on the inside of them already um, that they're not aware of. Because, you know, a host of us have gone through life 
just merely living. We we have no idea of what it's like to to be ourselves because we've been somebody else the entire mm -hmm. time. We, we we've been a representative of ourselves, and we always say, "Well, I just keep it real." Not really. You don't really keep it real because you can't keep it real if you don't know who you really yeah, are. If you yeah. don't know real, you can't keep it real. Yeah. So 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 in helping people, um, because you you talked about a thing about drawing things out of people. Mm -hmm inducer of excellence. I like that word. That's mm -hmm. a college word, by the way. I, I, I didn't get that. <laughs> well, well, can I tell you about educer? So to educe means to draw out. And it's an old Greek word. I think it's Greek, educa. And so uh -huh. that means to educate. And based on Plato, Socrates, Jesus, all the wise ones, they knew that the real knowledge is inside a person. And so I have the ability and the skills. And I've also been chosen to, and mandated to do mm -hmm. this, to draw out of people. And this process really does. It blows my mind every time because the process is the same, but it's very intuitive. And when you answer those questions, educer, drawing out, you are drawing out yourself. And that's why it is so powerful. And then once you see yourself, you've got to do the work. It's called getting into alignment. So if, if you if I wanted to be that model when I was rubbing my pet and sitting in front of the fireplace being depressed, I was not in alignment. So I had to find out what to how to align myself, my energy to what it was that I wanted. And that was to become an international model. And so I did that. And that's what I teach people to do, because we can all do it. OK, now there's a wife watching this right now, husband <laughs> and uh they, they're probably saying, or I ain't gonna say probably saying because I, I can tell you more that more more cases than none. When we get married, we tend to become the marriage be tends to become our lives, and so we tend to lose ourselves in our relationships, whether we're married or not. What would you say to a woman or man uh, tuning in right now? And listen, guys, if you guys have any questions for uh, uh, Chloe tonight, just make sure you type them in the chat. If you're on Facebook, if you're on YouTube, same thing. Uh, they'll pop up here on the screen. We'll put them on the screen. We'll ask questions as we go along. Don't be afraid to ask questions because I always tell people, how will you ever get better if you're afraid to ask? People say, oh, it's a dumb question. I don't want to look a certain way. That's part of your problem. You can't do much of what people think, and you shouldn't, which is why you'll stay stuck in life. But somebody that's watching right now, and their lives have become intertwined with their marriage and they identify themselves as just a wife you know mm -hmm. they don't really know much of anything else about themselves or just a mom because they're so engrossed in their kids lives uh what would you say the first thing to be uh for that person what would they need to do to start moving the the ball a little forward well first of all we're not just anything we're multifaceted multi-dimensional and we are many many things and so especially if you've been in a relationship you've been married for a long time you have a few children or one or two whatever and you kind of get into that mode and they know you in that one way and so i could say that when i was being a model and i had two little kids and i came home with makeup they did not want that model they wanted mommy <laughs> and so i say to my clients that we have to understand that it's okay for us to create personas and identities ah. to help us to make our life work in certain areas so i was not a model that was not my name 
Uh, that was not who I was. That was a title that I molded myself and aligned myself to that, to be that. Before I became a coach, I was not a coach, even though I had coachy abilities and skills because I've always been very intuitive, but I had to go get training. I had to get practice and I had to hold myself in a certain light so that I could step into that. So I had to get into alignment with that. So we are many, many things and never say, oh, I'm just a this or I'm just a that. You've got to go back inside yourself and ask yourself, who was I before I even got married? What was my what were my dreams? This is for women and men, because we can become stuck in those ruts and forget who we are. But there are many, many identities, personas to you. And you can play all those games. So Mo, I call it playing life games. So Life is a game. There are many games within the game of life. You know, you're pl you're playing a role now. Uh, I'm sure that when you go home, if you're visiting your, your parents or your aunties or your you're 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 just their new nephew. They've known all the life, right. and they're gonna still treat you the same way. You say, "Well, hey, I'm this big time." Well, not to them. They respect that, but you are who they know, and then you kind of fall back into that role. Yeah, that's true. Now you talked about personas mm -hmm. and. Everybody knows that knows me knows that this is part of, of a persona for me. You know, uh, I wasn't born Harold French. That's not my government name. It's part of a persona. And we talked about this uh, a few weeks ago. How important is it for people to discover their inner persona and, and develop that persona? It's vital. So the persona is not necessarily in there. All those characteristics and your desires and your hopes and your dreams and your goals, those are in there. And then once you discover those and you can define what the name of the game is, like lifestyle strategies, mm -hmm. um, that's a game I'm playing, but you know, I'm very skilled at it. And I induce and draw excellence from people playing that, whether they're in corporate America or their mom or whoever they may be. And so you see what it is that's in you based on your true heart's desires, your talents, your skills, your gifts. Mm -hmm. And we put it together. And then based on that, you create the persona. So the persona is really more like an outer identity. And you can choose the words, the conversations, the dialect, what, how you're going to show up, how does she walk. So when I was just becoming, uh, so I didn't set out to be a corporate coach. I was a lifestyle strategist. And mm -hmm. because I was a model, they were bringing me into help their executive women with their professional presence. And so one particular woman, I, I, she was amazing, brilliant. Her image needed some help, uh, but I knew one day I went to work with her. She was very distracted and I could, it was an opportunity for me to use this pep and all yeah. my other stuff. So I used it and it truly blew their mind. And so with her, she had her corporate persona but she also had her persona at home and then she had an, another persona. So once she discovered those, her whole work life just blossomed all areas of her life because she wasn't trying to fit that high level corporate executive into her social life. And, you know, some people have to they think they're supposed to wear suits everywhere they go because they have this corporate job. But no, you're not corporate when you leave corporate. You're you. <laughs> and you get to the finals of how you want to go out and play. It's just like if you play tennis a lot. You're going to want to get you some cute tennis clothes and the right sneakers and the and the rackets. So you're putting on to yourself to go play that game. And that's really the game of life, according to Chloe and my coaching. And it works. And I back up everything. It works.
Okay, so someone says here, my persona allows me to work in retail, even though I don't like people. That's a that now is it a thing where a persona is not necessarily you being fake or you being somebody completely different, like pretending to be something that you're not. A persona is something that's already on the inside of you. You're just allowing it to come to the surface, correct? Yes, it's already in you, and you are dressing it, so to speak, so that you can go play the game. I I like to use examples of when I was a model. So I walked into George Armani one day. I had not worked for him. It was the wrong day, but they came out to see me. And this was in the 80s. So the guy kept touching my shoulders because he just didn't think anybody had shoulders as broad that didn't have on shoulders. <laughs> so he goes out to get Giorgio Armani because they were fascinated with my shoulders of all things. And so, of course, I got booked for the job, but they didn't hire me because they had hundreds and hundreds of models coming in. They hired me because I fit the persona that Giorgio Armani was looking to put in the show. Right. And so, but but it was authentic. I wasn't faking. I dressed that part and I spoke that language and I moved my body that way. And so based on what you want to accomplish, you've got to do a little bit of homework to see now how does she show up? Because Helena is one of my personas. She's completely different from Helene. Uh-oh. <laughs> Helena, I don't know how. What does she do? Well, Helena's not, she doesn't go out into the public, but she comes ah. inside of me if I have to go into uh, make deals. She's very confident. She's 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 very stylized. She doesn't get as excited as I do. And so she holds a position very, very poised-like, and she's a great listener without getting excited because I get really excited. Can't you tell that I'm just very, I live my life in a spirit way. I'm not serious, but, but Helena knows how to take it down and she knows how to go ask for the money as well. So she's the person I need to call when I need to get the money deal done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't call Chloe. <laughs> call, call Helena. She, she's the one to call. Yes. And so I don't use the persona hell, hell and anymore. When I was, um, a broken woman. I lost one of my children, um, and it's been some years ago. But I had to work myself back up because I lost a lot of energy. And you know, your energy is directly proportioned to your excellence. And if and if it dissipates, you lose your power. And so that's what I had done: lost my power because I was in grief for so long. Mm -hmm. And so you kind of lose, you know, yourself. You have a lot of insecurities and uncertainties. And so when I was working with my coach. They was like, you got to just get it back. You know, how were you as a kid? And I was right. thinking, oh, my dad used to call me Hellcat, a, a hellion, because I was tough growing up in Mississippi with two older brothers, two younger brothers. So I used to hang out with them. And so I said, yeah, I was pretty tough as a kid up until I was about, you know, 16. Mm -hmm. And so I, I went back and I thought, how does she hold her position with four brothers? And so I, that's where the hell and comes in. But I don't need her that much anymore. I don't need to show up as that persona because between Chloe and Helena, I think we got it handled. So, so for, for the person that talked about uh, being, and someone says, oh, that's good. Uh, and I think that's, that's excellent because I think learning about who we are as individuals, that that's part of that mm -hmm. process. When you know who you are, um, 
<laughs> Somebody says you sound. She sounds like me. I had three brothers. <laughs> you gotta get in there and jockey your foot. You gotta hold your position. <laughs> you gotta hold your position. Why do you think people stay on fences about various things? Uncertainty, insecurities. They don't make great decisions. So our setup for our life is only as good as our decision making ability. Because if you can't decide what you want, you're not going to be able to take the appropriate action. You're not going to have certainty because you're not taking the action. So I say one of the main things after knowing yourself, that is first and foremost, you got to all the self-efficacy, you got to have self-value, self-worth, self-esteem, knowing what you can make, what you can create. And then you've got to get into a position of presence to be Mm -hmm. able to hear from yourself and be in alignment with yourself. And also get some spiritual downloads. And when you get those downloads, Mo, when you hear from yourself, you got to consider and make some decisions. And that's what people who, I mean, a lot of us, we don't make the best decisions. And so you can, when you're in trouble, it's not a good time to make decisions. But when you're bright and you you get some really good downloads after meditating or just walking outside in the sun, listening to the birds or listening to some great music, when you hear from yourself, don't doubt it. You know, Mo, a lot of people go to church and they say, oh, girl, I heard from God. <laughs> oh, they be lying. <laughs> but Mo, sometimes they do, but they don't make decisions about what they heard. And so it's like you didn't hear anything. And like I said, your decision is your setup for what you're going to accomplish. And so no good decisions. You don't you don't have a lot of certainty about what you're working on. Yeah. And, and I think, too, when it comes to uncertainty, because I myself, that's why I said at the top of the show, you just now joining us, guys. You got any questions for Chloe? Uh, just put the uh, questions in the chat. Make sure that you are subscribing uh, to the channel and clicking on the notification bell. But I said at the beginning of the show, we're all going to get our asses off the fence tonight because I myself be stuck on a fence or two or, or 15. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I think sometimes you're right. Sometimes when it comes to decision making, it's more so I can only speak for me. I'm uncertain about the decision I need to make. And sometimes I'm afraid if I make this decision, what's going to be on the other side of that decision. And that sometimes prohibit us from moving forward. And though we stay stuck in life, some of us are stuck right now in relationships. Some of us mm-hmm. are stuck in jobs that we hate. You know, e- e- even, and, and here's the crazy part. A lot of us is working from home and we still hate the job. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it, it's like, you know, we are stuck. And as I said at the beginning of the show, some of us don't have a clue as to how to get unstuck. And we got a lot of a, a lot of guests on this show tonight helping uh, Chloe's going to come back later on in the show because she got somebody she has helped, including me. She's helped me before. I ain't going to lie. She helped me many moons ago. I might need another pep talk. You know, I might need another pep, you know. I think we all need pep, Mo, because honestly, this pep shows you how well you're making your decisions. And then it shows you what you can do. And when you see where you are, how you're making your decisions, then you can start trusting your gut what you perceive, because you're not going to go lower than that. So right. this is amazing too. Mo, it's time for you to get your pep on again. You you got that right. You, and here's the thing too. 
we can have a lot of traumatic things happen in life, life itself. Mm -hmm. um, and it kind of throws us off and shakes our confidence in a sense because, it, it, and I, I always, I'm a believer, it doesn't matter what you've accomplished in life. If, you are, if you're not at that point today or you, you know, you've been at a point before, sometimes that helps push you a little further away from where you believe you can go. And now mm -hmm. you don't have the confidence to do a number, not even just the things you used to do, but you don't have any confidence to do anything else to move you forward. So you stay stuck in that cycle. Mm -hmm. And you right? know what, Mo, the first thing you do is just to, you gotta, you have to make a decision about what you want. Even if I want some chocolate cake when this show is over, I gotta say, okay, do am I gonna bake it? Am I gonna go to Kroger? Am I gonna go to the baker? Am I gonna get my sister to do it? I've gotta, then once I make the decision that I want chocolate cake, then I've gotta communicate to myself, how am I gonna get it? And so that after you make your decision about what you want, you communicate to yourself first because Mo, when we make big decisions, if we tell somebody too quickly, they're going to talk us out of it because they didn't see it with us. They're definitely going to do that. All right, Chloe, you're going to come back later on in the show. We're going to okay. continue the conversation. Uh, up next, guys, we have someone who I believe is going to help you get off the fence even more. So don't touch that down. This is off the fence. I'm Fence. We'll be right back. Yo, 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 yo. You're in the mix. The world's finest, man. DJ. Just now. Bust it. I have the radio on the telly. 